Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner of Icon Real Estates. And my name's Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yes, if you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. And I'm excited. I have somebody that I get a chance to talk with this week yes. once again. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. But I've uh, got to bring it up. I mean, I, I, know. I hate doing monologues. So, you know, monologues are good for some people. I, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just like to go back and forth and talk with somebody. Sure. So I'm yeah. excited to have you back. How's good. the household? You yeah. guys feeling okay? We're all good. Yeah, we're all good now. Recovered. Back to, back to normal. Yeah, kind of what the, the expected, you know, after the holidays and people yeah. socializing, go back to preschool and your kid's going to get sick. So yep. it happened and we're all good now. So. It happened and we're all good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. My my world lately hasn't, hasn't been one of sick, but it's uh-huh. just like just a bunch of different things that I'm trying to keep together for my current investment houses that I'm trying to sell. Yeah. Um, trying to hold those deals together in the very last minute has been the stresses of my life over the last week or two. Mm, Okay. They continue to get delayed, which always seems like, okay, why are they being delayed? Yeah. There's good reasons for them, but it still is making me get twitchy. Sure. You know, it's always fun when you begin the investment or a flip process because yeah. you see the change there's mm-hmm. all the hope the potential the excitement then once it's done then you're just like i just got to get you out want let's it just be done let's with sell it. Mm-hmm. and we've been done with these projects for a few months now okay we're able to get them under contract quickly uh-huh. but the process with these buyers has been challenging so well, also that it kind of fell over the holiday yeah. time period yeah. too, oh, probably. Uh, my, my, my drop dead goal was to have these things sold by the end of the year. Mm. And here we are, and yeah. they're still getting Almost dragged February, out. So yeah. that's been the strains of my existence, mm-hmm. but it just makes me realize, okay, I, I see this happen every day. I can't get too personally involved, even though there are my personal stuff. I Mm -hmm. know it's going to sell. I know it's going to close. Just can't freak out. It's going to happen. Over a few weeks, too. Like, you know, ultimately, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So this week could be the week for both of them. We shall see. Yeah, that would be cool. But then, of course, dumb me, I always wanted to pick up another one. So I was going to say, how long will you wait? That was going to be my next question. I didn't know if we want to get into that in the intro. (laughs) No, I mean, I picked it up already. Did you really? (laughs) Because I had a, I had a contract on it thinking that the other ones would sell and I knew that, okay, I still need to buy it and Uh it's a good deal. And so I'm working on that one too. Okay. So yeah, own the house I live in plus three others and that's perfectly normal, Mm. right? That's that's what everyone's doing. It's the dream. It's the dream. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the details and dirt of behind the scenes life as an investor. So, well, you know, what we're going to get into today, I'm excited about because Mm -hmm. it's a world that people need to learn more about if you want to grow a business if you want to improve your sales if you want to get exposure of what you do then you have to be tech savvy you have to know what is going to work and what's not going to work and you have to understand social media you know so Mm -hmm. what's your experience of social media nikki i mean you you like to scroll, right? You I mean, go yeah. back and forth with Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I like to scroll. It's a it's one of those things where you 
you do it and then you're like irritated with yourself for the amount of time that you just spent right. and you're wondering right. what value did I get so from you're, it? You're shut yourself down. Get yeah. off social, social media is the enemy, right? So yeah, I do have that love-hate relationship where at times I love it and then I hate it for the time suck and you know, the, you know, feeling like, yeah, it just kind of lost some, some of that valuable time. But then, you know, but I also see, especially having transitioned from a, a, job where I didn't really have to worry about my advertising. You know, yeah. you just do your job do your and job. people come. And now into something entrepreneurial where again, and where it is competitive and there are lots of people, you you have to set yourself um, you have to set yourself apart. You have to um, put yourself out there in ways that for me don't come naturally. Mm-hmm. And the people that are, yeah. you know, succeeding, they're doing that. So, yep. I mean, you know, and what's, I guess what's compelling to me, I get, and a lot of the things that I read about marketing and putting yourself out there is also like attract the type of clients that you want to have. Right. And so if you're yourself, hopefully you'll get clients that, that are more like you will work well yeah, with you. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's true, but that's sort of my thought process. Makes at sense. This point. Put yourself out there. Be real. Yes. Be authentic. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully your authentic self will attract people. Yeah. But don't you feel like, I mean, I feel like at this point, social media is just everyone advertising what it's they do. Everyone advertising. And that's where I'm excited about our conversation. Cause there's some helpful tips yeah. that, you know, if you think that, okay, I just want to kickstart my business. I'm just gonna put myself out there in social media. That's not good enough. Mm-hmm. There's different levels and there needs to be some experience of how can you navigate the waters of social media. So we're going to dabble into a little bit about that mm-hmm. with our guests. Yeah. So, Matt Kilmer is somebody who we've mentioned many times on our yes. show before. He has made kind of the Icon Spotlight. Mm-hmm. I mentioned him even last week as our top producer at Icon mm-hmm. Real Estate yeah. and most improved. That's um, awesome. And so since we figured since we've mentioned him so many times, let's glean from his expertise. He's obviously doing something He's right. doing something <laughs> right. And again, yeah. if you're listening, you don't have to be a realtor to gain this information of how to you know, market yourself on social media. This, yeah. this crosses over really any kind of platform that if you're trying to sell something you can learn from. Mm-hmm. Now, I will caveat it to say that if you meet Matt in person, he comes, he mentioned his dad, but we didn't really get into that. His dad is what I call a bean counter. Um, he's mm-hmm. like, he's a, a, an accountant, mm-hmm. uh, CPA. And so I think Matt comes from that mold a little bit where his personality type is going to be a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you and I, we're, you know, we're not going to be full in your face. Right, yeah. But when you first meet him, you think, does this guy, you know, does he get on social media? Does yeah. he dance and perform? You would not, if you like, met him, you would never imagine that he yeah. puts out, I mean, again, some of the stuff that he puts out is pretty like straight laced kind of, yeah. you know, but but some of the other it's, stuff that's a little funnier. Hilarious. And so, yeah, you're like, wow, that's... The expertise of Matt Kilmer over just his couple years of how he's blossomed with social media marketing Mm -hmm. is our conversation. So here we go. Move with Matt. Matt Kilmer from Icon Estate. Well, hey, Matt. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited about having you because we've mentioned your name many times. That's true. (laughs) In episodes past. And here is Matt Kilmer in person. The real guy. How are you? <laughs> Doing good, yeah. Not the dinosaur. 
Not yeah, the dinosaur did not today. Bring. Yeah, did not bring I mean, the dinosaur. Usually today. in the dino costume, it's in the truck. So for everybody <laughs> listening, you you have to just Google and research anything about Matt Kilmer, realtor, Winchester, dinosaur in move Winchester, with move with Matt, yeah. any of that stuff, because you will find pictures of a dinosaur, right? Right. Yep. It's, all right. That's the first question. Where did the idea of a dinosaur come from? When it how does it what is it, the relationship of housing and a dinosaur like make that connection for me so it was actually the first brokerage that i worked at um the broker came to the came to the meeting or whatever the office meeting and told her everybody hey um my nephew or somebody does this cool thing where they dress up in a dinosaur and she's like one of you should do it so of course i was like oh pick me i would do it <laughs> so i did it in one listing and just kind of went from there that's so you just awesome. did it in like your listing photos to start with, just one time? And it... Yeah, so I did, I did it in listing photos and then in the video too. Mm-hmm. It kind of just ran with it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And then it just worked. It yeah. stuck. Yeah. Yeah, so. And now you're famous. It's kind of my mascot. Yeah, it's a ma- <laughs> mascot. Yeah, not many realtors have mascots. That's you true. about that. Does, yeah. does the dinosaur have a name? Well, not at first, but now it's Iconosaurus. Iconosaurus. Nice. <laughs> yes. I love it. All yeah. right. Well, that's great. I wasn't even thinking about talking about the dinosaur first. We want to get to know you. And then just that concept of a dinosaur as a marketing strategy, I think the listeners can learn from. And we want to unpack a little bit about how you've grown as a realtor, but how you've grown because of your marketing. But Mm -hmm. before you were an agent, tell us about how you came to Winchester. What did you do? What then led you to be an agent? That's right. a lot in one question, but right, yeah. fire away. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> um, so I moved to Winchester when I was two from Charlestown, West Virginia. Okay. So my dad actually grew up in Winchester, Stephen City area, and then West Virginia as well. So we moved back here when I was two. Um, I lived in Piner Heights, which I understand that you live in mm-hmm. and you Mark used to live in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we all have that Stomping in grounds. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Cool. So... Lived there. Um, we moved over to Middle Road in high school, or actually middle school. Went to Sharanda High School. And then after high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So um, I played soccer my whole life. Mm. Went to Lower Fairfax for one year, kept playing soccer. Mm. Just kind of did general studies. Ended up going to West Virginia. Got there, no clue what I wanted to do. So we were in orientation, and I saw criminology. I think my mom said, hey, that, that looks cool. Hmm. So um, I ended up doing criminology, liked it a lot, and then graduated from West Virginia and just applied to every law enforcement agency possible. Um, I knew I wanted to either do, like, Secret Service, FBI, something like that. So kind of the stepping stone to that is to be a cop for a while. Huh. Mm-hmm. So Virginia State Police hired me. Went through that whole academy six months and ended up being a trooper. What is the academy like? I mean, is it like, um, is it like the movies? Like basi- basically academy? like the military. I was going to say. It's like the they okay. just six months, you go home on the weekends and they just try to break you down and then build you back up. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you come together as a team. Okay. Yeah. So how many people are in like a, in, were in your cohort? Like. Um, I think we started with 80-something and maybe like 52 graduated. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot so of dropouts. A lot, uh-huh. of, a lot of people. Weeding through the people. Yeah, a lot of people leave. Well, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, you just don't, yeah. want, don't want anybody off the street to say, oh, I'm going right. to be a mm-hmm. cop. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so they try to put you there for a couple weeks, and then a lot of them weed out. And so you made it. You're going to make it, you make it, yeah. Y- y- yeah. You got I, through. I don't quit. <laughs> and if I start something, I'll finish. What did they, did they assign you a, a, a job right away once you get out of the academy? Like, what was your role when you so, were working there? Yeah, everybody's a state trooper when they leave, but mm-hmm. basically they give you a list and they say, hey, and it goes by class ranking. So they say, here's the available spots, mm-hmm. and then it just goes down the line, class ranking. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have anything near Winchester. It was just Northern Virginia. Hmm. So you get paid more money there too. So I figured if I can't go home, I'm going to Nova. Mm-hmm. So yeah. went there for a year, came back, and then finished finished it out here. Okay. Yeah, and you, when you say finished it out, so what then yeah. led you out of being a state trooper? So I had a I had a back injury early on, um, kind of where I'd get like a back episode like every six months. I don't know if it, w- it was probably from me doing CrossFit and then wearing the gun belt. Um, <laughs> and when you're in medical field, you probably know <laughs> sitting will kill you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sitting with all that weight, my back would just like spaz out. I'd have to take <laughs> days off of work. So... Um, I ended up getting my real estate license about six months before I left, I think. Hmm. So I was my plan was to be a trooper and then do real estate part-time, which I learned quickly that this is a full-time career. Yeah. It's very hard to do it part-time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least do it well. So, um, yeah, so I got my real estate license. We had our first um, daughter four months later, and then I was home on leave for like three, four months. And started to like being at home and um the wheels started turning i'm like oh i really like this real estate stuff mm-hmm. i've already flipped two houses hmm. and which is initially why i got my license because if you're going to flip houses you should be the one that's going to list them sure makes so, sense mm-hmm. save a little bit of money yeah. make a little bit of money on the side yeah exactly yep. yep so had my license had my daughter and then we kind of started talking we're like you know the gun belt's giving you back issues. If you keep going down that road, you're going to maybe get surgery one day. So I pretty much just dove into real estate head first. And your wife supported you with that? I mean, the, yeah. the transition of yeah. being out on the road all the time, she, being a state trooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that was fine. But I thought with the real estate, she definitely supported me in that. And, yeah. Um, she was scared at first, but I was like, don't worry, I got this. And <laughs> We just dove in head first. So that takes us to the part of the conversation that I'm most excited about, to, to find out how you were able to become this successful realtor today. We, we've heard several episodes ago from our, another icon agent, Sarah Abderazak, and what she did with networking. I really feel like the strategy that she, that she gave us can apply to anybody who's listening. Walk us through the strategies that you've come on recently of really I'd call it social media blitzing and right. what what has that done for you just let's before we can get into what you do what has that done for you in a successful way to become a, the agent that you are today yeah so obviously I use the dinosaur mm-hmm. and I think that helps me to to get remembered and I can use it on social media um, but really when I've when I first got into real estate, I just started researching everything. I've stayed up till 1, 2 a.m. multiple nights just learning um, how Instagram works and how you can use it with the reels. And now it's TikTok and the videos and mm-hmm. just... Snapchat? Uh, Are you on Snapchat too? 
No, I think that kind of faded out. That faded yeah, out. I okay. I don't know if that exists anymore, but I was on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so you, you do a lot of TikTok videos. Right. Share those. Share those on Instagram. I feel like I yeah. see a lot of and at least what I see of you that seems to work is like it's just like it almost seems it's just kind of so you know it's you you're not like I think of videos as being like way way overproduced and you're just kind of like okay let me be myself this is who I am and they're also pretty quick usually yeah that's yeah with I mean TikTok they say it's like the fastest growing platform Mm -hmm. so a lot of people don't want to get on to it because they think oh I gotta dance around and point to words but if you actually get on there and watch it Mm -hmm. it's just like short clips of videos Hmm. so people will take a video they put on maybe Facebook shrink it down to 30 60 seconds and then put it on uh, TikTok Mm -hmm. so it's I mean it's stuff like you'll see 30 seconds of people like football players in the locker room and then you see the dancing stuff, and mm-hmm. then you see somebody just talking. It's everything. A little bit of everything. So it's it's really just a broad range of all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. how have you been able to flip that stereotype of what TikTok is, for example, just dancing into a business model? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you take that into attempting to sell houses? Yeah, so I, um, my photographer, he actually had him on here a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. Joel Yaka. Yep. Um, so he will actually, he has a service now where he does reels which are on Instagram and Facebook. So he'll go through the house with his gimbal and everything, make you a video, put a song to it that's licensed so you don't have to worry about any of that, and then you can share it on whatever platform you want. Hmm. So that that's helped a lot. I like to do, I do listing videos for every single video, and then I'll run Facebook ads with them, and then that, that really helps me to get out there. So that gets the visibility. Yeah. And so... I still am trying to understand what Facebook's model is because now you're having to pay That's, to get more views. Yeah. What have you learned with the experience of just posting it versus actually needing to pay right. advertising? Yeah, Facebook's definitely definitely a pay to play. Mm-hmm. So they, um, you can you can even put like you can get organic reach and stuff like that, but they their algorithm like pays attention to like okay, you post a picture, how many people watch it. Mm-hmm. And if more people watch it, they're going to show it to more people. But if it's a dud and it gets 30 <laughs> views, then they're they're not going to be generous and show it. Hmm. So they, they want you to put the money behind it. Mm-hmm. Do you actually go out there to your friends and ask them, say, hey, can you like it? Can you share it? Can you, you know, view no. it? <laughs> Have you solicited your friends to help you with that strategy? No, I haven't done that. Yeah. So a big strategy, well, I'll kind of start from when I went back to Facebook ads. Yeah. So, I started with Facebook ads, researching them, and I don't know if you guys have ever made one before, but it's extremely hard. For real estate, because they don't yeah. want you to... Yeah, as soon yeah. as you check that they're real estate related, they're limited, aren't they? Right. It you seems have like. to have it. You have to have it in like special ads category yeah. and all this stuff. You'll get rejected. Yep. So if you're doing it on your own and you don't know what you're doing, you get rejected enough, you'll get put in Facebook jail. And then they'll shut your account down and then you're just, you don't have anything. Yeah. I mean, I ran into that when I was trying to do ads, even for this podcast, because yeah. it's like, it's real estate related. And right. then, so you got to be in these certain categories. I didn't get put in jail yet, but yeah, <laughs> let's hope not. Yeah. yeah. It's very specific. So, yeah. so I started research. I got into real estate, started research, searching ads. And then Sean Ryder from Shenandoah CrossFit is really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I would pay him. We'd sit down for like sessions and he would coach me on how to do oh, an cool. ad. Hmm. So he kind of got me going. 
And then one of my best friends, um, who went to UVA, one of his his friends, like basically would take businesses and teach you how to run the ads and then do it for you. Hmm. So started paying him to do it, and then I listened to a podcast, and that's where I got to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I know that recently you went to a conference, right? And what did they? What did they really educate you at that conference? Because I think it kind of falls in line with what we're talking about now. Yeah. Now, it was more for realtors, but right. think broader perspective to all of our listeners you know, who are looking to grow a business or gain traction on social media. What have you learned even with that conference recently that you went to? Yeah, so basically the, the biggest thing you learn is like they talk about like a bait in a video. So you're making a Facebook video and stuff. A lot of times you'll want to start off and introduce yourself Mm -hmm. and that could end up like a 15 second spiel Mm -hmm. so you really want to make your videos more engaging so if you're talking about interest rates or something like that you might want to have an opening line and say like something that's going to like catch people's attention so you have like three to five second window to catch your attention or they're not going to want to watch your video anymore Hmm. so so it's less about introducing yourself or talking about yourself it's right, yeah. finding something that is a, a hook, a comment that is going to draw somebody to say, okay, I, I want to watch more. Yeah. Because right. I mean, you want them to keep watching your video and, and share it and all that. Yep. And I kind of caught myself earlier in all my videos for the first year introducing myself the same way. Right. And I'm like, why am I introducing myself? It's on my Facebook page, business page. They know who I am. Yeah. It's they, funny you see. Yeah. It's right there. They can see it. Yeah. One of the people that um, that I follow, like for marketing kind of tips and things, she said the same thing. Like even just if you're uncomfortable, which I don't like, I don't really want to get on video. It's not something I want to do. She's like, if you're uncomfortable getting on video, like at least start on your stories. But the same thing, like you can't be, you can't say, you can't start on your stories by saying, "Hi, I wanted to pop on and say something, like say whatever." Like right. they're already gone. Like they're, they don't care anymore. Yeah, their <laughs> like, attention span is Unless it's your mom, left. like they're right. not watching anymore. Exactly. <laughs> well, think of what you do. I mean, if you're at nighttime and you're just watching TV and you get your phone next to you, you're just like scroll, scroll, well, scroll. You're just like watching and looking, right. going down to see like what's interesting that I actually want to stay for more than two seconds on. And half the time yeah. I have it muted. Like, uh, so, so oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, like I look and I'm like, okay, it has to be compelling for me to even unmute it yeah. to listen to what it says. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm normal, but I haven't muted. (laughs) I haven't muted, too. So, I mean, that poses a question. It has to, you have to get the hook. Mm -hmm. Right. But it visually has to be attractive enough for somebody to stay there Mm -hmm. in order for them to even watch or listen to the content that you're wanting to share. Right. And maybe uh, and offer them something too. give them something for, you know, if you're running a Facebook ad on a listing tour then make sure you're providing them that information and all that stuff. So give them what they want. I think they taught me the number one thing that people want. They want to know what their house is worth, and they want to know what's available, mm-hmm. which is Zillow, Realtor.com. Mm-hmm. That's what those companies try to give you, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why they're so capturing. Hmm. Of all the different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, I mean, I might be missing a few. What are, What have you found to be... Is there one that's more successful than others that you found kind of you have more yeah. feedback on? I think face, Facebook's like the main place I go to. So I focus on that, but I definitely do TikTok and Instagram too. Mm-hmm. I think they're all important. Um, they'll also teach you that you don't want to 
share you don't want to always share stuff you don't want to share it from instagram to the facebook exact same thing. because it can mess with the algorithm hmm. so if you already have that content just go ahead and post it on each thing separately mm-hmm. okay okay so like sharing it and syncing it and linking it up to have it be the same is not as good as posting it separately right, just post it yeah just mm. initially post it by itself you already have the content it takes a couple seconds mm-hmm. interesting yeah because i think i mean facebook and instagram have merged are they, they they're almost to, they're almost attempting they're, they're they're trying to ask you to to do that they're trying to ask you to say hey post it at the same time right yeah um but you're saying if you post it separately you get more success yeah i think the algorithm is a little more favorable if you post it separately that's a cool tip mm-hmm. yeah that's a it's a word i have no idea what it means algorithm like <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> like what are what are they doing behind the scenes there at these uh big yeah multimedia and, locations and if if you don't have a company that's going to like post your ads for you or help you build them, then you might learn the whole behind the scenes system. Go back in three months and you're like, well, that button's Different. gone. What yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you got to learn again. So yeah, I just, I pay a coach. They help me and, and train me to do that. Cool. So, so it sounds similar a little bit to when we did interview Sarah Abdurazak that she has a coach also. Right. So you have a coach that is helping you with these strategies right is that working for you it seems like it's working what what do you like about a coach to walk you through that marketing i mean it's it's definitely good to have somebody hold you accountable Mm -hmm. um i don't for the social media aspect of it like i have a lot of drive behind it i'm constantly doing it i don't have trouble with that but basically i can you know have Joel do his job he makes the videos for me and then I contact my coach send them the stuff their marketing team builds it for me hmm. so kind of just staying in my lane so real mm-hmm. real estate is what I do mm-hmm. so I can help more people if I start you know delegating tasks out so it's so they're more you than a too. coach though yeah. they're actually providing you a, in addition oh, to coaching the, the actual service yeah so do, they yeah. I have their whole marketing team I go to a listing appointment share that with people yeah. It's not just me. I have professionals that are going to build these ads. They know what to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're going to market your property to the masses. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't need to get into the dollars and cents of all of that, but I'm curious about like the Facebook component. You say you pay for those ads. Right. I mean, I've seen where you can pay as little as like five bucks. Yeah. You know, what's the range that you would suggest to somebody that it makes sense to invest in, especially for Facebook? Yeah, typically they say it's like the five, five to six dollars a day. A day, and, and then they okay. they look at the statistics of my ads and all that, and make sure we're in the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And then when we get out of that, we start tweaking stuff. So that actually is working. That's what I was curious about because yeah. I mean I've heard of people spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on like a Google campaign or other things like that. So you're saying that Facebook, if you're just doing five dollars a day, yeah, and they look. They look at like working. all my numbers and stuff, and they say, "Hey, you know, if we get over this three, four dollar mm-hmm. threshold a lead, we got to change something. That's that's too high." Hmm. So, kind of let them do their thing. Hmm. Cool. I like it. That's and you affordable. obviously factor that into <laughs> you know your commission when you're listing a home or things like that, because you're going to provide that for every listing. The right, you know, pretty ninety nine percent of them. I mean, yeah. there's, there's always some listings where you know maybe it's appropriate to take uh just pictures or something like sure. that. sure yeah but yeah for but the in majo- general yeah for the majority of my listings i'm telling people hey you know i have professional um videos and pictures and all that stuff and 
we're I mean we're going to market this to the masses the more people that see it the better yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it sounds like again you have a essential budget that in your mind you're you're shooting for to pay for the professional videographer to pay for the coach to piece it all together to right. spend the ads on the social media um, can you imagine where you would be without that I mean it, <laughs> right yeah it, it, it seems like that at first to take the leap to spend that money seems insane why am I going to spend money for a coach? Why am I going to spend money for a videographer where maybe I can just do a selfie video? What's the difference that you've seen in your world of taking that jump and that leap of faith almost of right, spending yeah. money to go then make the more money? Have yeah. you seen a, a difference in that yeah, I in mean, your it, world? It's helped a ton. I think my Facebook page grew to like 1,800 followers or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just continuously, my goal this year was get up to 2,000. Mm-hmm. So you can just see like um, the more ads you run, the more organically your Facebook page will grow as well. Mm-hmm. That's good goals. So, so yeah. what are your big bad goals for the year then? I mean, we're here in January, coming yeah. on in February, but like what do you and your coach do to kind of set yourself up for the year? Um, I mean, I have, I definitely have volume goals for this year, uh-huh. so I probably want to do uh, a little, a little more than last year as far as the volume goes. But yeah, I think, I think it's all these little things that add up. So I'm just going to continuously do what I'm doing and uh, watch it grow. Got to rep the brand, get your yeah. brand out there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are no stranger to our show. I know we talk about how you listen to us, mm-hmm. and at the end of each interview. Right. We get a chance to ask you some iconic questions. Yep. So you might be a little more prepared <laughs> than some yeah. others, yeah. which I appreciate, but yeah. maybe you might have some answers or maybe you can think about it. But off the top of your head, first ones that come to mind. Okay. Here's question number one. What is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Mm, that's, that's hard for me, but I'd probably definitely say Roma's on the walking mall. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. What's the yeah. food of choice there? What do you like? Uh, pepperoni and bacon pizza. Pepperoni and bacon. All right. Yeah. I like the Parma. That's my favorite. Oh, sit, that one. Nothing oh, like awesome. sitting there in the summer, having mm-hmm. a pizza, having a couple of drinks. Sitting outside. Yeah, just in something about the walking mall. Watching the people walk by. Yeah. yeah. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What's something you love about your neighborhood? Well, uh, we didn't get into this too much, but we typically will flip a house every year and a half to two years and move. Yeah. So we're in our fourth house we've done together now. Um, I think my wife is just like, please, let's move a little less. Yeah, but especially we, with two little ones. Yeah, so we, try, we, don't, we don't really get attached to too many houses or try to, we're not really looking for a house because we love the neighborhood or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but our house now, I mean, it has great space, half an acre. So plenty of room nice. for the kids to play and the dogs to run around. Yeah. Um, so is there a goal to sell it soon? I mean, is that yeah. part of the goal for the yeah, year? Yeah, probably been looking for like six months now. Right, right. Always looking, but haven't found that perfect one yet. Find the right one. Right. Yep. Cool. And would that be a, another flip potentially? Yeah, or it de- just def- depends? Yeah, definitely another project. Okay. I, I told her we'll eventually, we want to build like a modern farmhouse on land. Yeah. But I told her that's way down the road. Okay. Then you so can stay put once you build that modern yeah, farmhouse. So she's going to have to hang in there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you've been here since you're two years old, why is Winchester a great place to live? Um, I think everybody says this, but it's it's got that small town feel, but it's not it's not that small. 
Mm-hmm. So it just it's been cool to watch it grow, especially the downtown area. I think they've done a great job with that, and I mean everybody pretty much likes hanging down downtown. So yep, um, yeah, I think it's a great place to raise a family too. Small town vibe. Yeah, love it. Where do you like to spend time with friends in Winchester? Well, when we do get to have free time, yeah, right. real estate keeps us pretty busy. When and you're not quarantined or working or... <laughs> yeah. Um, usually, we'll go to friends' houses that have kids, too. So mm-hmm. once you have kids, your priorities change a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we meet people at church. And yeah, so we, we spend a lot of time with family, too. But yeah. yeah, once you have two little ones, your social life doesn't exist too much anymore <laughs> yeah true. no that is true my day those days are over for me so yeah you're yeah, back to that. full on yes, life. <laughs> full on yeah exactly now. <laughs> so this is a stumping question for some people but what is one of winchester's hidden gems last one question number five oh well, triangle diner it's pretty hidden <laughs> that is so hidden yeah <laughs> why um, do you say that why is that funny come on give us the background uh, no i've been i've been dying for it to open since i've lived here for <laughs> has it I, ever I, been open in i don't i don't think it's been open since i've been here since i was two maybe mm-hmm. it has but i would love for it to open yeah that um, thing's gonna be sitting there for years do we know who owns it i've never researched I, I, yeah i've heard some, somebody out of state so oh they okay. probably don't have the connection to winchester yeah yep. yeah um but there was there was a place called the launching pad place <laughs> I don't What's know that? the launching pad. I don't know if you guys have ever right mm. there, but uh-uh. it, it's gone too. So it <laughs> is gone. Yeah, that that left a long time ago. Yeah, but that has been that maybe was, like fifteen years plus. Right. Yeah. That Where was, was that? Tiny little like it's restaurant shop oh, okay. off um, of Valley Avenue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Hmm. But it's gone now. So yeah. Yeah. your hidden gems are truly hidden because they're both <laughs> yeah, not they're, existing. They're gone. But I wish. They'd, awesome. I wish they'd come back. Well, you have way more. I'm sure you could share. But thanks for sitting down with us today your wealth of knowledge you know and so just being able to pick your brain and see you grow in your real estate world is impressive and i really attribute it to just your strategic mapping out of your game plan hitting the marketing being consistent Mm -hmm. so your tips i find helpful Mm -hmm. so yeah Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks where can for people find me. you? Appreciate it. Yeah. Tell thank you. Where, tell, tell us, us about where that. people can find you. Yeah. Oh, um, the best place is probably to go to my website, movewithmat.net. Mm-hmm. So all my information's on there. But I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. All of it. Just look for the Just dinosaur. Look for the me. dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Matt Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There back, it is. Back in my truck. Move with Matt. Back in <laughs> the truck. Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah. We'll yeah. be plugging you. So have a great year. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Kilmer. That was awesome. I mean, we set him up as saying, okay, is he outgoing or not? And Mm -hmm. you can tell even with his voice and tones and Mm -hmm. inflections, okay, he's kind of dry. Mm -hmm. But the amount of social media coverage that he has, Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can just look him up. Just Google and figure it out. He's the... The content is serious to really, really funny. Yeah. Back and forth. Very wide ranging. Yep. Yeah. A little bit of everything. The funny, you know, reels, the, you know, real estate knowledge and, and also just, and then little glimpses into his family yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, so that's yeah, he, where he the really personal and mm-hmm. authentic thing yeah. that we're talking about is real. Cause when you see what he's putting out there, mm-hmm. then you'll 
appreciate the conversation that we had with him because there's this component of he's not just showing us what he's selling. He's not just constantly putting himself out there and be like, look at this new listing, look at this house, I can sell houses, come find me. Mm-hmm. If all you get is that 100% like salesperson, like people will tune you out. Yeah. yeah. But he has some funny stuff that is like just yeah. with his dinosaur and he's dancing, he's doing TikTok, he's doing voiceovers, he's like yeah. in front of houses. A little he's bit of everything. <laughs> doing a little bit everything. of everything. Yeah, you just don't know when you like we talked about I watched a lot of them muted. Uh, yes. His, I have one yes. unmute, especially the ones where he's doing like the funny audio reels because he's very animated. And yep. <laughs> yep. They so crack me up. Hopefully you guys learned something because yeah. that's, that's impressive. Definitely. Um, what, here's the segment that I've found most interesting lately uh-huh. that we've been doing. Okay. What do you see on social media? What's the most interesting thing on social media that you have seen this past week, Nikki? Well, I mean, we were you know, just sort of doing a little deep dive on the Matt yeah. Kilmer Instagram. Yep. And I have to say, one of the funniest things I've seen this week is um, he pulled like an audio clip and it's, you know, his voice t- saying, you know, hey, babe, um, I really can't sleep. Do you mind if I play some relaxing music? And then he flips the switch and meanwhile, his eyes are like closed. He's laying in his bed and then it's the, is that Sunday night football or was that NFL whatever? Music. It was NFL theme music. Fox, I, I mean, it's yes. clearly plug, football. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I don't know why. I mean, I, I know why. Cause I live with my husband. That's why I found that funny. <laughs> <laughs> the football will allow us, the football music is soothing music to uh, our ears. Yeah, yes. Yeah. For all football fans sure. out there. Exactly. Well, what I found was very interesting because Matt mentioned you kind know, of, you have to pay for social media. It doesn't mm-hmm. just all of a sudden fall in your lap. Well, I don't know what algorithm Facebook has with me is mm-hmm. as I'm scrolling and looking there is an advertisement through the company Masterclass. You've mm-hmm. heard Masterclass before and they yep. put out fun things. Yep. Believe it or not, there's a Masterclass coming up with President Bill Clinton called Teaches Inclusive Leadership. So President Bill Clinton, former President of the United States, however old he is now, is incorporating the algorithms of Facebook to advertise something that he's doing on masterclass.com. I found that fascinating. Mm-hmm. And that just pops up. Number two on my feed when I pulled it up right now, boom, there's President Bill Clinton advertising on social media. Yeah, that who, so, who would have thought? The platform is there, people. This is where it's at. This uh-huh. is the wave of the future. Yeah. And even presidents are catching on to and, it. <laughs> and that ad came to you. I wonder, I'm, right. that'll be interesting to see. That's the part that I find funny because... You know, obviously, I follow Matt because we work in the same brokerage, and yeah. I want to. You know, I mean, I'm. You know, really, he's a newer agent, so yeah. I like to see, yeah. like, hey, how has he made himself so successful how so can quickly? You learn? Sure, but like, I mean, he popped up on my husband, who doesn't have anything about real estate on his. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's like, who's getting what ads? Too, it's just interesting. Yeah, like the the robots in the back rooms of. Facebook yeah, and Instagram exactly. are pulling the that strings whole algorithm all word the again. times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to me except for it's working. So, right, yeah. Well, um, I also just want to give the icon agent plug of the day. Okay. And, you know, we have um, continual sales, continual agents that are coming in. And um, I've plugged many people recently, mm-hmm. but the office is just growing and I just encourage people to go to our website. Mm-hmm. So the icon agent plug is going to go to iconsells.com and then find all of our agents. 
learn something new. Mm-hmm. And if somebody can learn something new and let us know what you've learned about an agent through their bio, then Fun. we will name you, name drop you and your yeah. business. There so you go. That's, that's your icon plug. Go to our iconcells.com site, mm-hmm. look for our local agents, learn something new about one of them, let us know, and we will plug your business. I like it. We're not at the, we're, iconic talk is not at the point where we're charging for advertising yet. We don't have that no. listener growth yet. Yeah. We will be, but yeah. this is a start. So yeah. there you go. Get I on like our it. site, do it. Yeah. What's happening in the near future around town? Nikki? Yeah. So something uh, kind of fun, family friendly, you know, for the kids this weekend. So on Saturday at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley, 1.30 p.m., it's called Wildlife in Winchester. So it's going to be like a presentation by the experts from the Blue Ridge Wildlife Center. They're going to be talking about, you know, what animals do when cold weather sets in, you know, talking about migrating, hibernating, how they adapt to survive the winter weather. And then they're going to have some different live animals and, um, it says National Geographic Photo Arc before and after the talk. So it's for all ages. Discounted tickets, obviously, if you're an MSV member. And um, the rest of the tickets are $12. Under 8 is free. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. That sounds like fun. I mean, a cool. great thing to do if you, you know, have kids and, you know, want to go do something sort of educational and fun yep. this weekend. So, okay. Yeah. Love and, it. Yeah. I like that. thought that was a good one. And then, have you heard of the women of winchester like it's it's a networking they have like a luncheon once a month i have heard heard about that that. okay yep so i actually met the um the woman uh, meredith hancock who is the organizer of this i I met her at uh when i went to that networking um breakfast or kind of meeting with sarah that sarah invited me to i met her so she's part of that a part of that group um super nice so i didn't know she was um involved in this i knew she did some other did some other work but anyway so this february's luncheon is going to be on tuesday february 8th now obviously i'm this is for women right <laughs> but right. tuesday february 8th half ele- of our audience yes yeah. 11 to 1 at the gw so you can get tickets online um, at Eventbrite, but so they're going to be um, talking about the the nonprofit um, that Katie Teets Bradshaw Comfort House. Um, so every month they do different presentations. Uh-huh. Like I know Kelly Bada did a presentation, yep. um, you know, educational and also probably talking about her business. But it's really kind yep. of a a neat organization. They kind of showcase different women in business and different entrepreneurs. So okay, um, so that's next month's um, event. So cool. check it out. Love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, let me just share one other news update here for Iconic Talk. I kind of alluded to it last week, but just some updates and changes in what we want to do. We continue to want to interview people. We want you to let us know if you want to get on our show. We'd love to have you. Sure. But we've mentioned her name a couple times before, and she is going to be a guest host with Mm -hmm. us next week. Mm -hmm. And it's Sarah Abderazak. Yeah. With her dancing background, I will just preface that that we have a fun conversation oh, with somebody who is going to dance um, okay. not dance with Sarah but sure. there's there's a commonality there okay. of who we're in an interview and her being on the show excellent so I'll just plug that a little bit so Good. for all the listeners you can stay tuned to Something next week to be excited about exactly next week. Cool. well I'm glad you're back Nikki thank you so excited Good to, to have you back 
get a chance to chat with somebody. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening and joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional like Matt Kilmer, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic.